the volume. Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. There's great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. There's amazing new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get your winnings if you want to cash out in as fast as two hours. And how fun is it to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay? Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in presented by FanDuel on that homepage. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started right now. Sign up with promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming. All right, welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever. Alex Monaco alongside Live Moods. Make sure to subscribe, all things volume sports, a YouTube channel. Check out Live and myself on all things social. Throw us a little like, little comment if you're tailing or fading. Live happy Wednesday. How are we feeling? Feeling good, ready to talk about the. Games on the slate. Not sure I I love talking about the Nuggets at this point, but uh, business. I got to do it. It's, it's it's work. Duty calls. So uh, I'm excited to talk about it, though. Get your thoughts on on the matchups. Yeah, we're going right into what you don't want to talk about because it is over for Denver. I'm sorry. It is a matter of whether they go out fighting and cover tonight or not. We got the Warriors minus eight and a half. Back at home, comfortable, cozy, and with a two-game series lead. How are you feeling about your Nuggets plus 315 on the money line and plus eight and a half? You know, I, here, here's the deal. Uh, I'm a Denver Nuggets girl. I love the Nuggets, obviously, um, but I'm not naive. I know that the Warriors have the momentum in this series, but I do want to talk about the Nuggets last performance just a little bit. Um, I'm a proud Nuggets fan. I mean, they've had a lot of a lot of obstacles uh, this season. Obviously, P.J. Dozier out early with an injury. Um, MPJ out early as well. Jamal Murray didn't return. So they've had a lot that they've had to kind of overcome throughout this season. So the fact that they're even in the playoffs um, is, is incredible to me. I think the last game was really, really important for this team um, in terms of momentum. And I'm not talking momentum within this series. I'm actually talking about momentum for next season. I think it was really great for them to see what they're capable of. You've got the rookie Bones Highland coming off the bench, shooting the lights out of the place. He had a little bit of Steph Curry, Jordan Poole vibes in there on some of those threes. 
He looked awesome. Um, Austin Rivers really stepped up defensively and he had a really, really great game. Uh, Jokic finally got some help on offense. We had really great games from Will Barton and Monte Morris. So I think it was just a great game for them to kind of figure out what is my role on this squad. And, and, and the fact that they were able to see, we do have the talent to do it. We just got to figure it out. So I think it was a really great game for them to find that momentum kind of click. It felt like they were clicking in that game. It wasn't just a Jokic um, uh, you know, Jokic being the star and dominating the entire game. There was a lot of teamwork happening, which as a Nuggets fan, it was really great to see. So I'm not naive. I love the Nuggets. I'm proud of them and everything they've accomplished this season. But I do know that it is going to be a very, very tough game for them to go back to San Francisco and take on this Warriors team. I will give them props that they defended Jordan Poole very, very well. Um, even Steph Curry, they had they had him locked up a few times. So defensively, if they show up, I do think they're capable of covering the spread. But the likelihood that Jordan Poole doesn't shoot the lights out of the place is uh, very slim, in my opinion. I don't think that the Nuggets defense is consistent enough, especially that perimeter defense, to lock up guys like Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, a.k.a. the Splash Triplets, as I call them. So you know <laughs> what? Not naive. Love the Nuggets. But I don't think they're going to win this game. I think the Warriors are going to wrap it up in San Francisco, um, very strong team with the Warriors. So, you know, I'm not super mad about it. Uh, are the, are the nuggets capable of covering the spread? I think defense is the only way that they'll be able to do that. So, um, I don't want to pick a side in this one cause I think it's an emotional bet for me, but I do think the Warriors finish it off in San Francisco tonight. Yeah, that's, that's about where I'm at. I'm, I'm nervous. The, the nuggets are, they're the boxer in the ring that just doesn't get knocked out. They want to go the full seven. They've won seven of their last nine elimination games going back yep. to last year playoffs. So they do have a lot of dog for, for all the teams that don't have any pesky guys on their team. I think the Nuggets have several. I do worry about these role players that all went off in game four. I mean, Gordon. 21 best game. Morris said 24 and five threes, like you pointed out. Of course, Highland with his best game, 15 off the bench. Can they duplicate that on the road? Uh, we look at game one and game two. I mean, those were two double digit, I don't want to say routings, but comfortable wins for yeah. the Warriors. And can they contain the pool party again? I, I don't, I don't think they it's, can. It's yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough spot for them for sure. I mean, again. Like you said, backs against the wall, the Nuggets have proven themselves back-to-back uh, -back seasons, actually. Uh, so is it possible? Yeah. Is it possible the Nuggets upset the Warriors at home? Yes. And they continue this series? Absolutely. Too many inconsistencies throughout the season for me to trust that they will get the job done. So I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough one, Monaco, for sure. Yeah, and as far as against the spread, I mean, this Warriors team has been covering. They won five straight coming in out the regular season and covered six of their last seven coming in. And then they've covered three of their last four. So this team is nine and two against the spread in their last 11. They've really been playing tremendous basketball. They know they got to bury Denver because they do not want to have to go back. Right. I mean, our, our guy Draymond was making paper airplanes in the press conference. <laughs> After well, that, and if he, he wasn't too worried, if, if the volume's very own Draymond Green stays out of foul trouble, that's another aspect of of this next game that we didn't see last game because obviously 
you know, that final stretch of the game in the fourth quarter, he was out. And that's a huge, he's a huge difference maker, especially defensively. So if he can stay out of foul trouble, you know, that right there should worry Nuggets fans just a little bit that, you know, I don't want to say we got lucky with Draymond Green not playing the full game, but uh, it definitely helped for sure. So, yeah, and he's, he's done a tremendous job. Uh, keeping Jokic from going berserk. He's only gone over 30, I believe, in, in the last game, and then Draymond fouled out. So he's done a, a stupendous job in the paint and, and locking him up. But I'm going to swallow the points. I, I think it's it's not a play I feel great about because it's a large number, eight and a half, but I think trends-wise and everything we're seeing in this series, I, I got to swallow the eight and a half and take Golden State. I think it's it's a nice game. And again, do one of those player combos, take a career or Thompson points prop over parlay it on the FanDuel same game parlay with the Warriors on the money line, maybe even a Warriors double result. I think they come out, win the first quarter, ultimately win the game. I'm nervous, though, because Denver does have fight, but I'm going to swallow the eight and a half. Okay. All right, let's move on to the second game we're talking about here. Seems like it's over, Liv. Seems like Chicago was about to shock the world, and then this man by the name of Grayson Allen came out of nowhere, dropped right? 22 What and was that all about? I did not see that coming. I got to tell you, I did not see that coming. Yeah, and we got some huge discount numbers against a spread because of what game two was like in Milwaukee and coming back one, one, I mean, geez, I hammered the box in game three and game four. So I'm, I'm doing well in that series. They come back to wrap up shop in Milwaukee. It is a minus 10 number right where we started around game one's line, which was nine and a half. How are you feeling about the double digit closeout spread for game five? You know, I, I don't love double digit spreads. And I think anytime a team has their backs against the wall and it's win or go home, um, you're going to see a dog fight, um, or at least that's what you hope. Uh, but I think we have seen this Bulls team put up a fight. I think that they know that, again, their backs are up against the wall and they really, really got to show up um, or they go home. And I think there's a lot of really, really great role players on this Bulls team. It's just it's not, it's not their year. That's the best way I can put it. It's just not their year. I think they've got a few missing pieces, but overall really, really talented roster for sure. Um, I think that a guy like Grayson Allen that maybe kind of fell under the radar and they weren't necessarily worried about him at the beginning of this series. Now they know it's time to guard him a little bit better because he's in his groove. He's found his momentum. So um, I think we see a really big game from Giannis just based on the way that the Bulls have been defending that power forward position. And anytime you've got a guy like Giannis um, not being guarded well, it's not going to end well for the other team. And that's just the reality. I think this game should be closer than 10 points. So I do lean taking the Bulls plus 10 just because it is um, win or go home in this situation. But I do think the Bucks wrap it up here. I think the series ends. They're at home. Um, and then they give themselves a little bit of time to rest before they, they move on to the next round. So I do think the Bucks will win this game, but I, I do think the Bulls will put up a little bit of a fight and 10 is just a lot of points. So, um, I lean Bulls to cover, but Bucks ultimately win. Yeah, it's tough. This double digit line. I mean, they covered both spreads and they won one when it was these big lines. So that does concern me. And then the line goes back to a reasonable number and then the Bucks blow them out. I mean, geez, 111.81, 119.95. 
those are blowouts in a playoff game. And yeah. I'm nervous because this Bulls team live, they've only put up over a hundred one time in the series. So if it be, becomes a defensive, you know, Budenholzer versus Billy Donovan defensive chess match, I, I lean Milwaukee from what we've seen. And it's kind of fascinating how everyone has stepped up when Middleton has gone down yeah. as far as role players go. I mean, geez, yeah. they, they beat them in almost every statistical category. I mean, looking at game four, Levine gave you 24, DeRozan gave you 23, which is which is decent. But I mean, they're even luring DeRozan in to, to shoot shots he doesn't want to. He's always 0 for 5 from threes in game four. He's not a three-point shooter. He doesn't even like taking them. So I'm nervous because they've only cracked this triple digits once. I, I don't want to go against my gut. My gut is that Milwaukee blows them out. But then again, we've seen when the Chicago team is doubted. It's, it's what's so fickle about betting the NBA. You don't know when guys are going to show up. I do think there are a couple of dogs on Chicago and they don't roll over. So I got Milwaukee to win. I'm going to go Chicago to, to cover the plus 10 and go out fighting. And hopefully they lose by eight and we cash. That's right. I would love it. All right, let's get into a couple player props. Let's let's stay on this game. Let's talk about Giannis. 33 and a half is his number. How are you feeling about this player prop for points? Yeah, I mean, no Middleton. Um, Giannis is that guy. He's going to want to close this series out and just finish off business. And he's the guy you definitely trust on this Bucks team. Um, by far the most consistent player on this team. Um, the Bulls are giving up the second most points to opposing power forwards in the last seven. So they are struggling to get him under control, rightfully so. He's a very dominant player. Um, I think he probably feels a little underestimated this season as well. I think he obviously was in conversation for MVP for a while. Um, no one's really talking about the Bucks right now. And I think it's just the, the fact of the matter is they're playing in a very boring series. It's nothing against them, but... Um, I think he's probably going to want to remind everybody, hey, we're still here um, and we're, we're a really good squad. So Giannis, I think, is going to score very efficiently, um, especially considering the Bulls do not guard that power forward position very well. So big game from Giannis. I think he scores and hits that over. Absolutely. I'm just nervous because I'm looking at his four games in the series and he hasn't cracked 33 and a half yet. He has given us 33 and 32. But man, you got to go back to the end of March, the last time he cracked 33 and a half. So I'm nervous about it. I think I think you make some excellent points. I do feel he's he's due to go berserk. Yeah. I just they're playing, they're playing a more kind of collective five, six guys deep approach here with no Middleton. So I don't know that he cares about going ballistic so much as a win. I even look at, geez, game three at 18. So, and that was a five guys in double figures outing. So I I don't, it's tough when you break down, like you said, with the the power forward number and and how they don't play them well and defend them well. But I'm going to go under just because it's it's, it's such a large number. I mean, I can't believe we're in today's age where someone's got to hit 34 to hit over. I so know, I just think crazy. it's a number thing. I'm I'm gonna go under. I hate to root against them, but uh, you know, if we're on the Bulls plus ten, I might as well take it. There you go. All right, and then we'll wrap up with the Rosen twenty six and a half. Live, how you feeling about too high, too low, or just right on this one? Uh, I think it's a little high. Um, the Bucks in the last seven, giving up the fourth 
fewest points to opposing small forwards. And we're seeing DeRozan in that small forward position a little bit. I just, I think that when you're looking at this Bulls team, if I am the Bucks and I'm looking at this Bulls team, who am I lock? Who are we locking up? Who's our priority on defense? It's got to be a guy like DeRozan. I mean, you look at his numbers throughout the regular season, he was dominant. Um, and it kind of seemed like nobody could stop him in the regular season. And I think them being able to slow down DeRozan is the key to them winning this game. So I, I anticipate the defense, um, maybe double teaming him a little bit and really, really trying to lock him up. Um, we obviously didn't see, we haven't seen his best performances throughout this series. And I think that's just credit to the Bucks defense. It's not that he's not capable. I mean, he's only averaging 23.3 points per game in this series. Um, so it's, it's interesting. I mean, he had 18 points in game one, 18 points is not bad, but for DeRozan, it's not normal. Um, he, he is just not. And then in game three, he had 11 points. That's not normal for DeRozan. I mean, but then you got another game where he had 41. So I don't know. I just think that because the bucks are going to want to wrap up this series tonight, they are going to absolutely put the lock on DeRozan. So I think the number is a little high and I would take the under. It is high. And then I remind myself, the man went for a, 30 plus in almost double digits in a row. I I think this is guns blazing, shots swinging. He goes out like a shooter goes out. He takes 25 shots and he he gets over. I, I, I have to take the over. If you tell me that he only goes over 26 and a half once in five chances after the season, I mean, he was in the MVP conversation once. I do think you make good points. It's very good. Milwaukee team defense he's going against they have an excellent game plan but again I think this it's it's judgment day live he goes out swinging he's their final hope at this point you know like yeah and if you go back to game two when they won I mean 41 that was no accident so I, I just think he ha- he has to go out swinging for that reason I, I lean over 26 and a half fair enough The playoffs are here and you can make every game feel like Game 7 on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. FanDuel is hooking you up with free bets throughout the playoffs. It doesn't matter if you're a new customer or already have an account. Just be sure to check out the app for exclusive weekly same game parlay promos. I love the same game parlays. You can take the money line. You can take the totals. You can go with all kinds of player props, points, boards, assists. You can mix and mingle as you same game parlay, please. FanDuel has so many ways to play. And best of all, when you win, you'll get paid faster than a fast break. New to FanDuel? Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code MONACO. Once again, that's promo code MONACO. And if you already have an account, you're all set to get in on the action. Either way, you'll get an assist from FanDuel when you bet a same-game parlay during the playoffs. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $20 per week. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. All right, let's wrap up. Let's talk it out. This is safe space. Meet the parents (laughs) circle of trust here. A lot going on in this Philly Toronto series before game six. You can nab the Raptors on FanDuel at plus 590. 
How is that not value right now? I, I got to say that's value. Liv. What say you? Yeah, value is a great way to put it. I mean, it's interesting because I started before this series started. I said I could see the Raptors upsetting the 76ers. And then I watched yeah. a couple games and I was like, oh, I don't know about that anymore. But uh, we're seeing that fire. We're seeing this team back. Um, they're swinging. They're ready to go. And if their defense can lock up and be the way that they did in the last game, it is going to be tough for the 76ers to win this series. Obviously, we've talked about this before. Doc Rivers is probably the most untrustworthy coach when it comes <laughs> to the playoffs. I mean, I just don't trust him. At a certain point, when you start seeing it more than once, it's like, okay, this isn't a coincidence. He is just not good under pressure. He's not good in a playoff pressured position. So um, factor that in. Factor the fact that we saw this Raptors defense really clamp down on Joel Embiid and really make it tough for him to have a good game. Um, do you really trust James Harden to do score? If they if they lock up Joel Embiid, do you trust Harden to get the job done? I don't know if I do. Um, then you're putting your trust in Tyrese Maxey. As great as he is, he can't do it by himself. Obviously, they've got Tobias Harris. He's a he's a huge asset to this team and, and a veteran, of course. So you trust him a little bit if they do lock up Joel Embiid. But is that enough? Is that enough when you're facing a Raptors team that's got Siakam, that's got Van Bleed, that's got Gary Trent? I mean... This is a very, very stacked roster. I don't know if Scotty Barnes is back. I believe he is. Obviously, rookie of the year there. Um, a lot of things in favor for the Raptors right now. And I think if it's at plus 590, it is absolutely worth a sprinkle. Even if it loses, getting it at 590 right now, it's probably the best you're going to get. So I would absolutely say value or the sprinkle. Um, I may sprinkle on it myself. Yeah, I got a sprinkle. I mean, that's just um, almost six to one, 10 bucks to win 59, just round up 60. I mean, that's that's too much, too much value. And let's not let's not forget in game three that the Raptors were up 17 and really gave that game away to a Joel Embiid game winning three. If you take that game away, then we got the Raptors up three, two in this series. So yep. I haven't really seen Philly look good since game one and game two. And where is James Harden live? I mean, what is this man doing? I don't know. He's, he's not showing up. It's, it's making the Nets trade not look as bad as it, as it is right now. Cause Simmons never suited up, but when are we going to get a James Harden game in this series? Are we? Because if Joel's thumb is hurt and bothering him. And like you said, if they have a good defensive game plan against him, then you got to go to the young man Maxi, or you got to get another twenty-five piece from Tobias. I'm just I'm concerned uh, about this Philly team. And again, no coach has let, given up more three-one leads and Doc. And I mean, we are betting against history. No team has ever blown three nothing. But my gosh, if this gets to Game Seven, and you know that it is going to be rocking in Toronto for Game Six, all the pressure in the world is on Philly at home. Yep. And they don't do well under pressure. We've seen it. We have seen them not do well under pressure. So pressure involved in if it goes to game seven and there's pressure, I don't trust Doc Rivers. I don't trust James Harden. I don't. And those are two huge aspects of the 76ers team. So if it goes to game seven, I'm putting my money on Toronto. I am. I think they're playing with that energy of we don't have the pressure. We almost have nothing to lose at this point. You know what I mean? Like we are not the team that they expect to win. So let's just play ball. 
those are the teams you got to watch out for because when that playoff, when that playoff pressure gets a little too heavy, it's not a good thing. So game seven, I may just be, I may just be putting my money on the Raptors because I don't know. I don't think that the 76ers handled pressure very well. Don't give us eight points again, FanDuel. Do not give us eight (laughs) points in game seven. I think last thing I'll say as a fan though, I don't want to see Toronto Miami for a second. I would love to see Jimmy Butler versus old team. Couple of riveting matchups there. That's just a way more compelling series, Miami Philly. So not necessarily rooting for this, but again, to wrap it up, I think we we're both in agreement. You got to sprinkle on on Toronto plus five. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, that's another episode of the best gambling show ever. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review, comment. Are you joining us? Are you fading us? Make sure to check out all Liv's picks on Twitter and myself. And that does it for another Best Gambling Show Ever week on Volume Sports. We'll be back next week for the second round of the NBA playoffs. Make sure to rock with us then. See ya. The Volume.